Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus this is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Uh, let's go on to baseball. Uh, we do have some headlines across the league, other than the uniforms that are comically see-through. Cody Bellinger is now back with the Cubs on a three-year, $80 million deal. And I feel like free agency in baseball, like it's definitely something, and it's definitely something that you need to know about. But it doesn't make the waves to me like other sports because baseball is not an individual sport. Like it is such a team sport that even if you sign a big name or a big bat, it doesn't necessarily mean that your win total is going up. And I'll say this, uh, the Cubs are a team that was easy to fall in love with last year just because the win total was so low and it felt like they had a chance of winning their division. But I don't know. I'm still kind of torn on this Cubs team. Did this move the needle for you at all? You know, Bellinger had such a great year last year, but the years before that, it wasn't great. You know, like it it mm-hmm. kind of gives me like Christian Yelich vibes almost. Like he was so good. Now, certainly he didn't win MVP, and it wasn't to the extent of Yelich, but I just need Bellinger to be like a little bit more consistent. I think the Cubs needed to re-sign him. Like, you listen to fans of the Cubs and people in Chicago, like it was important for them to re-sign a guy who just had a great year for him because they spent all this money on their new manager, Craig Council. They get him away from Milwaukee, and it's like, great, you got the team to lead your – you got the guy to lead your team, but he doesn't have his best player from last year to work with. They already lost Marcus Stroman, who was really good for most of the year for him last year, to the Yankees. So 
I think this was a move that they needed to make. And, you know, they're willing to live with the results. They're obviously hoping that Bellinger can duplicate what he did last year. I think they understand, though, that he certainly could fall off and turn into the guy that we saw the last couple of years that he was with the Dodgers. Um, does it move the needle for me, though, with the Cubs? Not really. I think Chicago's kind of ceiling this year is certainly they could win the division, make the playoffs. I guess when you're in, once you're in the playoffs in Major League Baseball, anything could happen. I don't see this team winning the National League, winning the World Series, or anything like that. But with the National League Central being what it is, and I, I think really every team in that division has a chance to win it. Um, and certainly with the Cubs being, bringing back their best hitter from last year, that's only going to help their chances. I thought Chicago's team last year had a really nice mix, especially their lineup had a really nice mix of like young, uh, young prospects and young players mixed in with veterans, you know, and I still kind of feel that way. Obviously Ian Happ, Dansby Swanson, Bellinger now, like they have some nice veterans to go along with some younger players and Christopher Morrell and Nico Horner. So We'll see. I mean, th this was big for them because it's Bellinger kind of solidifies the middle of their order, and uh, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Personally, they're not my pick to win the NL Central. I don't know how you feel about that division, but I, uh, I'm, I'm not on the Cubs to win it this year. Whereas last year, I was. Yeah, if you look at the odds right now to win the NL Central, the Cardinals are your favorite, plus 175. Cubs, 2-1. to one, Reds, plus 350. The Brewers, all the way at plus 650. Of course, losing some big uh, pieces with their pitching staff. Corbin Burns is gone. Josh Hader is gone. Um, man, I don't even remember if Josh Hader played for them last year. Maybe not. Yeah, I think they traded him away a, a couple seasons ago. But, yeah, feels like we all need to brush up on baseball. As for uh, Cody Bellinger goes, I think he is a good part and a good pickup for their team, especially their offense. But I think the questions about his consistency are warranted. Like if you look at him over the last few seasons, it just feels like he's red hot or very ice cold. Uh, Cause last year he hit 307, but the year before he hit 210, 2021, he hit 165. And the problem is, when he's down, he's really down. Like, he had 150 strikeouts in the year 2022. So that's the problem. He's kind of feast or famine, but also brings some good veteran leadership. Clearly played for some really good teams with the Dodgers and maybe can bring that winning culture over to a Cubs team that kind of needs it right now. So I think it is a good pickup, but we will wait and see which Cody Bellinger we are set to see. Uh, Shoei Otani is set to make his spring training debut on Tuesday. Debut, excuse me, on Tuesday. Normally, these type of things like don't matter that much to me because spring training is like a scrimmage. And I feel like I need to hammer this point home for people who bet on spring training games. What are you doing? These games don't matter. And I think even worse are the people that are betting nerfies and yerfies in spring training games. Okay, PJ, am I roasting you here? Do you bet on spring training games? No, no. Never have, probably never will, Chelsea. I, <clears throat> I can't see myself doing that. Nah, absolutely not. <laughs> like, it's a scrimmage. And, like, here's the thing. Like, the teams don't care at all. Uh, so, you know, if you're sweating a bet and it's, like, the seventh inning and they're taking out all of the starters – it just feels like there's way too much 
volatility. I will say from an excitement standpoint, I'm sure a lot of Dodgers fans are very excited to see Otani in a Dodgers uniform. Uh, We know he's not pitching, but he'll still be the DH. And if you remember, he signed a 10-year deal worth $700 million. So anytime you pay that kind of money for somebody, you'll want to see your investment. Are you excited about seeing Otani this year? Just focus solely on hitting? Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah, I kind of am, actually. I, I, <clears throat> I am. Because, you know, it kind of reminds me of, like, these athletes who are two sport, right? And their entire life, their offseason is like, oh, they focus on football and baseball, or they focus on football and basketball. And it's like Otani his entire life has had to split his time up between pitching and hitting. And now it's like, man, for the entire season, all this guy gets to work on is hitting. It kind of makes you like think about what, what he could do, especially in the middle of that order. Um, I'm interested to see how Dave Roberts constructs the lineup this year. My guess would be Mookie one, Freddie Freeman two, Otani three would be my huh. guess. Um, you know, give because Shohei is the guy that you want up at the plate with rudders on base, right? I mean, certainly you take Freddie Freeman and Mookie up with rudders on base too, but with Otani's power, I think that's the guy you would want up. I I just can't wait. Um, again, if I'm a Dodgers like fan or better of the Dodgers, it would help if one of the best pitchers in baseball was pitching. But he's also one of the best hitters in baseball. And the fact that he only gets to focus on that, I think, is going to make him dangerous. So it is exciting. The Dodgers are, are certainly going to be must-watch TV. And um, it's, going to be, it's going to be cool just to see Shohei on a team that going into the season, we don't have to worry about, like, <clears throat> oh, are they going to finally win this year? Like, is this going to be the year that we finally get to see him in the postseason? We know the Dodgers are going to be in the playoffs, just a matter how far they go. Ugh, I was just thinking about that one, two, three. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Otani. Is that the best one, two, three in baseball? You haven't even talked about Max Muncy for, for a hot second was like an MVP candidate. Like, I'm trying to think, who's the other team that would have a better one, two, three? Has to be the Braves, right? Like, just because yeah. they have Ron Lacuna Jr. Uh, let's yep. see, Marcelo Zuna would be their DH. Uh, Matt Olson is really good, too. Basically, like the yep, Freddie Austin Freeman, Riley. the new Freddie Freeman. Austin yeah. Riley, oof, that's the problem. Yeah. Like, you try to make a case and say, okay, don't bet on the Dodgers. They're the favorites. I know their team looks amazing, but, like, there's just no value there. But, God, as far as, like, the big names go, it feels like they almost have all of them. They do. They do have a lot. Because, yeah, I'm thinking about teams that, like, have two really good Hitters, you know, the Padres, you got Tatis and Machado. The Yankees, you got Judge and Soto. The Cardinals, you got Goldschmidt mm-hmm. Arenado. Orioles, you have Adley and Gunner. So a lot of teams have two, but to have that, like, third guy is, uh, is kind of what, what... Look at what Ronald Acuna Jr. does for their lineup. You know, when you set the tone with somebody like that, like, remember how much of a powerhouse the Braves were in the first five last year? A lot of that was because the tone that Ronald Acuna Jr. set and stealing all those bags. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see. Are you in on the Dodgers this year? Like, do you think they're going to win the World Series this year? Is that your pick? I mean, is anybody going to be shocked if they win the World Series? No. 
Uh, but I think the pitching is probably where they need to get better. And they've done some things to try to get better. Obviously, they signed Tyler Glass now. It sucks that Otani's not pitching, but that was their problem last year. And Walker Bueller, I think he's supposed to be healthy this year. Same goes with Clayton Kershaw, even though he's getting up there in age. But that was the yeah. problem last year. They just didn't have the starting rotation that it took to go deep. Because a lot of people are like, well, the Diamondbacks just got hot at the right time. No. Uh, who was the guy that started their their number three game against the Diamondbacks? Their elimination game. I'm laughing that I can't remember his name because he's was like my Lance moral Lynn? enemy. Lance Lynn, that's right. Like if you have an elimination game and Lance Lynn is pitching, like look in the mirror. That's a you yeah. problem. So I think that's the problem for the Dodgers. So we'll see. It's just the problem is you never get a good price on the Dodgers. And it feels like baseball is one of those sports where a team could get hot down the stretch and absolutely make a run. So it just feels like the value is never there on the Dodgers. Such a great game, Chelsea. I'm uh, prepping. So on my show every day, I'm doing a preview of all the different MLB teams. And uh, the other day, I discovered that Lance Lynn is now a member of the St. Louis Cardinals. I had no idea. I was like, wow, another team picked him up after the White Sox and the Dodgers stint. Clearly, the Cardinals were desperate for some pitchers. So, uh, yeah, that's that's why I remembered Lance Lynn. Because if you bet baseball, you know there was no in-between with Lance Lynn. He'd either get shelled or he'd pitch really, really well. Yeah, he's going to strike out like 12, give up five home runs, and walk six. Yep. He's like Hunter Green. Like, I call that a Hunter Green stat line. I'm excited yep. for baseball. Uh, I'm excited for meaningful baseball that we still have a couple months to. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.